What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Adventure Geeks podcast, where we bring the imagination of our fiction into reality through nature. Eric here. This is Ian. How are y'all doing tonight? Hope everyone's doing well. And tonight we are discussing the streaming wars. So the streaming services coming out within the next year or two. We're going to be discussing the original content you can expect, the prices for each, where you can find them. Be arguing about which one we think is better, yes. who's going more successful. We Yes, we will be debating towards the end about which one we are looking forward to, to the most mm. and who's going to reign supreme. Mm-hmm. So Bizarre, so to speak. Yes. As always, we start with our comic of the week. You want to go first or you want me to? I can go first, sure. All right. All right, so... Ian, taking initiative. I am taking initiative, thank you. And as we are discussing this, we are having our first beers of the month. Long trail, can't beat it. Yep. We defeated Sober October. Yes, we demolished Sober October. Thank the gods. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Ian, mm-hmm. what do we got this week? All right, so I wanted to do a um, Halloween-themed comic. Spooky. I chose out of my collection uh, Marvel Zombies Resurrection. This came out last week, and it's not so much a re- it's not so much a continuation of the original Marvel Zombies comic run from about uh, oh, it's been a while. I'll say like a, at least a decade. It's more like a re- not a retelling, but like its own separate uh, entity almost. So uh, I can't really actually find the list of authors or anything. So I really can't tell you who. Wrote this comic. Oh, here, writer in the background. Thank you. Philip Kennedy Johnson was the writer. Artwork's done by Leonard Kirk. Color art, Guru EFX. And we got the letterer as VC's Travis Lenham. So, hope that rings bells for people. Hmm. Uh, yeah, cover art's done by Inyok Lee. And, uh, yeah, I like it so far. So, what's the concept so far? I know it's got zombies in it, but how did it kind of go about... All right, so the concept is that several of, like, the big hitters in, like, the Marvel Wars, you got Dr. Reed's and Fantastic Four, you got uh, the Be- Beast, you know, mm-hmm. Hank McCoy from the X-Men, and Tony Stark from the Avengers. They all come together with, like, a like a scientific powwow, and um, they're talking about how they received a distress call from uh, Carol Danvers, Ca- Captain Marvel, how something about... they. She's in trouble. She's in the uh, carcass of Galactus. Okay. And it's sort of like a cryptic distress SOS, like, come and see, come and help. So they're like, something. if she's saying something killed Galactus, it must be very bad. It could either be like a cosmic force or it could be a new threat to the, to the Earth. What I got out of it. Hmm. So they hatch a team together of some of their heaviest hitters. We got... Uh, you know, we got Storm, Reed, we got the, the entire Fantastic Four, four, Captain America, Magneto, who was working, I think, with with the X-Men. We got Magic from the X-Men, and that's uh, Colossus's sister, younger sister. Okay. Uh, War Machine. I and Spider-Man's uh, in there. Yeah, Spider-Man's in there, but he stays on the Earth with um, the Richard kids. Okay, with, so he's kind of babysitting. He's them. the babysitter, yeah. Oh, 
He's, he's watching the uh, the Fantastic Four tower, and we also got um, Thor, Thor too, and Thor looks more like his father now with the eye patch and the. Oh, so I'm I'm sure they're kind of playing off of King Thor a little bit then. A little bit, yeah. I mean, you, you're more of the Marvel expert than here. I am Eric, so I couldn't tell you which version of Thor they're going for. But uh, yeah, you got like a dozen or so of the heaviest hitters in a on Earth. They find Galactus' corpse out into space, and it's uh, dead. Like I can show you the, the cover right here. Huh. So how does it differentiate from the original Marvel Zombies? Just a, a quick one or two things. The original Marvel Zombies was started in at Earth, I believe. I forget. I couldn't tell you like the mm-hmm. Earth, Earth yeah, number. That, that's fine. But uh, it started because Sentry came to Earth as a zombie. He crash lands in New York, and of course, the Avengers are the first people to get there. Mm-hmm. And he turns all the Avengers into uh, zombies, and then they spread. It spreads okay. out to the rest of the world, basically. Okay. So in this one, they're actually going to Galactus. They finally some sort of power power. Energy source in a in a in Galactus, so they go to search. And uh, actually, the first person to notice anything wrong is Logan Wolverine. He smells something. He smells something familiar, and you don't really know what is familiar about this smell. So it it has like loose connections with Marvel Zombies, then, right? It's got. I, I think just the premise of Zombies itself is its loose connections. Okay. Otherwise, it's like it's, right. an, it's an totally different thing. Gotcha. Yep. But, uh, yeah, they go off, and they actually find, uh, spoiler alert, so, you know, cover your ears if you don't want to get spoiled. Uh, one, Logan's team, with Magic, Captain America, and the Beast, Magneto, they, and Thor, they find the reanimated corpse of, uh, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's a zombie. And, uh, while this is going on... Better off that way. Ha! <laughs> Go ahead. I, I know you, I know about you feeling about Captain Marvel. <laughs> they got uh, oh, this is about Captain Marvel. This is her in her um, modern costume, not right, Carol Danvers. Yeah, because back when Zombies was first released, it was her in the the One Piece uh, unitard. Uh, okay, gotcha. Which you might have appreciated more, but you know that that's beside the point. We are not going to sexualize things on this podcast. Good to know. Should have told me that before we started. <laughs> My bad. Just just raise just raise everything you just heard. And while that's going on, you got the other team with, by the, led by the Fantastic Four with Iron Man. They find the corpse of uh, the Silver Surfer in Galactus. Oh. And the Silver Surfer is also a zombie. That must, uh, show, show me a picture of the what Silver Surfer looks like. Well, here's Real Captain quick. Marvel. Okay. This is her reanimated. Yep. And then we I have... really want to see Silver Surfer reanimated. Yep. And then we have, let's see, he comes out of a pool. Here's the Silver Surfer. You can tell his all of all his, the liquid metal is being oh, kind of like irradiating off. Yeah, and he becomes basically cool. a corpse. I do like him in Silver Surfer Black better though. You have to read Silver Surfer Black; it's pretty cool. Yeah, that I haven't uh, gotten on. Yet. Just finished that. It's it's kind of cool though. How they restarted their zombie mm-hmm. line right after Deceased yes. just ended, too. So you're getting, like, a good, like, four or five months straight of a zombie comic. Mm-hmm. So, well done. Well done, both. I yep. did, like... I did kind of like Deceased. I, I like mean, Deceased. I thought it was... I thought I it's, liked... it's zombies. Like, I... I like the ending. ending the, was... en- the ending was good. I did sweet. like... Yeah. 
I, but that's what I wanted from a... I didn't want, like, the typical zombie apocalypse scenario. No. Um, uh, no, but I, I, I get you. Uh, basically, I'll, I'll finish up here yeah, real quick. Uh, basically, one by one, the team gets immediately infected um, and reanimate and come back to kill the rest of the team. So, yeah. Uh, Captain America tells Thor to get out of there because if you get infected, we're all lost. Mm-hmm. So he gets out of there, and uh, he runs into... It's not Sentry. I don't know if you know who this is. It's not... It's like Gladiator or Warrior or something. It might be Gladiator. Yeah, I think it was Gladiator. He runs into that. The rest of the team gets uh, infected, including Sue Storm, and Iron Man gets his arm chopped off. Oh. Ripped off. Uh, yeah, and all the corpses are saying, come and see, come and see. It doesn't really explain why. The only thing I can think of for come and see is that quote from the Bible where it talks about um, Armageddon. Mm. And how does that go? And behold, I saw... Was it, I'm paraphrasing here. I saw and I heard, as it were, a man on horseback. The, the, horse, the, quote, so. the horse he rode on was death, and he said, come and see, and hell followed with him. Uh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And then it was a it was a World War Two movie, which I don't get too much into, but it was also pretty tragic. Anyway, I'm 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 digressing. I'm sorry. No worries. Yep. So yeah, like you see the Nova Corps, you see Nova, you see Magic, the Skrulls, pretty much any any like powerful being in the universe is in Galactus right now. I like the space characters. I'm mm-hmm. really starting to get more involved with the space characters than the Earth based ones, because mm-hmm. I remember reading. Um, the original Annihilation, mm-hmm. and just saw how awesome they can be. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty excited for the Annihilation Scourge to come out. Nice. I think that comes out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But anywho, and, anywho, I'll, I'll wrap up. Uh, so the scene in space ends with War Machine, you know James Rhodes in the spaceship. He thinks he needs to go help him out, and he opens the hatch, and all the heavy hitters, Thor, Marvel. Gladiator have come back and basically destroyed his ship. So Rhodes, I, I'm from what I saw, Rhodes will not be coming back as a zombie. He just blew up with his spaceship. Oh, okay. And it ends with I believe Galactus hurtling towards Earth, and Spider-Man and the Richards kids see uh, it. Oh boy! Now, tell me, I don't know when the next issue is going to be released. I'm kind of waiting for that. I don't think it's going to be as long as the original Marvel Zombies. I hope not, because that's a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> and honestly, I like this better. It just seems a little more... Yeah. It's sensible. If they go with, like, the trend from DC, it'll probably be six issues. Yeah. But that was my that was my uh, comic of the week, so if you guys are zombies and Marvel fans, I recommend picking this yeah. up. But right. uh, I digress, Eric. What was your uh, comic so, of the week? So, mine was difficult, because I did read quite a few comics this past week. I am. I read like five issues of Justice League Dark to catch up. Ooh. I read Harleen. Volume two. Volume two. Book two was good. Book two was very good. I almost talked about that. If it wasn't for my side episode about her already, I would have probably talked about it. And then I read Joker Killer Smile, which was okay. However, I I, I can't like I, I like DC, but I think they're. Hashing there's, too much of the Joker. Yeah, up. there's too much Joker and Harley Quinn books out yeah. right now, which is kind of my issue with it. Harleen is very good, and Criminal Sanity is mm-hmm. pretty good, but I really didn't 
enjoy Killer Joke a whole lot. I didn't even pick it up, dude. I didn't bother. And I know they're coming out with another Joker pretty soon. Because it's they're doing the three Joker storyline. Do you think they're all doing this because of the Joker film? I don't know. I think I think half of this right now mm-hmm. is to hype up Birds of Prey for Harley Quinn. Yeah, I true. think that's part of it. Um, I don't think it's because of the Joker film though. Okay. As much maybe like... Killer Smile might be. Okay. But I don't think the other ones really. But as um... much because as much as I love Batman, I like. We're getting too much of him and his rogues in the cinemas and in the comics. You know, you got like a thousand other lines from DC you could use. Yeah, and there's like, there's not very many like good Green Lantern lines. There's not mm-hmm. a whole lot of good Green Arrow mm-hmm. lines, minus the TV show. I'd rather them focus more on other superheroes yes. than Batman. I get how Batman might be a focus in the fall time because, you know. Batman, Fall, Halloween, all make sense. I get that. I would just like more other characters with DC. Marvel does a pretty good job of doing like their side characters yeah. really well. But that's just my two cents. The one... Anyway. Yeah, anyway. The one I'm focusing on this week, and this is probably the one I was most excited for to come out last week, is Hellblazer, the reboot in the Sandman universe. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, Black Label. Mm-hmm. But under the Sandman universe tag, so it it shares a universe with um, Books of Magic, Lucifer, uh, The Dreaming, House of Whispers, and there might be one other. I don't remember. If I'm missing one, let me know. Um, But this one focuses on, of course, our beloved demon hunter, John John Constantine. We find him... So, before I go on, you might, you guys might want to read the Books of Magic line if you're really interested in this, because it melds with that storyline. Because mm-hmm. I read some of it and got a little bit confused because the bad guy is the main character in the Books of Magic line. Really? In the Books of Magic line, I read like the first two issues. I didn't really find it all that interesting. It seemed a lot like Harry Potter. Even the main character looked like Harry Potter because hmm. of the glasses and the hair. Um, but he's kind of like the the villain in this for most of the issue because he summons a bunch of demons and John Constantine is like, well, we're fucked. Looks like <laughs> I'm not living through this. And then, of course, his mate Chaz is in there. Ch- Chaz? Chaz? Ch- Chaz? I, I go by Chaz, but... Ch- no, I think it's Chaz, yeah. I mean, it's spelled with an S, but whatever. Um, and then you think he's going to die because all the demons are coming down on him. And then all of a sudden, a John Constantine from the future comes in and saves his ass. <laughs> and he's kind of... There's a bunch of like time-altering stuff going on. Not quite time travel, but time-altering. John Constantine is wakes up in Ravenscar High mm-hmm. Security Psychiatric Hospital where it all began and he's kind of like isn't that where you began it's yeah of course (laughs) um he kind of it's almost like trying to mirror where he originally started Mm -hmm. however when he wakes up some things stay the same and some things are different so Mm -hmm. he wakes up and finds out that chas is still alive even though you 
presumed he was dead. <laughs> but he's being possessed by all these demons that were after him originally. And then he meets up with his older self. And it's kind of hinted that maybe his older self is going to be the the villain of the entire run. So... So is he like trying... Hmm. Evil John Constantine. Well, te- isn't technically John evil already? More like an anti-hero? Yeah, he is an anti-hero, okay. but like... Maybe there's a suggestion that the older version of him is full-on villainy. Hmm. Um, what, what caused that? It is... It ends on a pretty good quote, though. And it, it goes, Madness is the only constant. And like it, show, it shows an older Constantine. Um, I forgot. It's written by Simon Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Art by Marcio Takara. And then Chris Peter. Nice. I liked it so far. It's a good tie-in to the Sandman universe. Mm-hmm. I do not expect to see Swamp Thing in here, unfortunately. I always liked Swamp Thing's um, dynamic with mm-hmm. him. But I do not think that he'll he'll be in there. But That's too bad. I, I'm, I'm curious to see how he's going to intertwine with those Sandman characters. Because I read the older Sandman. I'm not really brushed up on the newer stuff. But in the old Sandman... Seems like a thousand Sandman comics. Well, the original mm-hmm. Sandman series was 12 volumes. Yep. No, 10 volumes. Excuse me. And in the first issue, or the first volume, which is Preludes and Nocturnes, mm-hmm. John Constantine's actually in the story interacting with the Sandman himself. Nice. Which is really cool. His name's Dream. Sandman's name's Dream. <laughs> but apparently these new lines are focusing on different characters so morpheus or or dream whoever you want to name him as he's not really a focus in it at all so you have the dreaming which is about his realm but not him mm-hmm. you have now hellblazer who is intertwining with the books of magic and then you have house of whispers which is another character in the same universe so it's all stemming from the DC Vertigo side back in the day. It's mature reading, so don't expect any kid-friendly stuff. Um, well, it's the black label. I won't put anything kid-friendly yeah. on it. I with. mean, it's it's funny how they do this because it's DC black label, but then there's the Sandman universe. You would think that it would be labeled as different. Like it's almost like. A sub-label of a label. Why not just say just the Sandman universe and then put mature content under it? I don't know, understand how that works, but... I'm sure we could bring that up with the uh, publishers. I know why they did it with... Because um, Joe Hill came out with another one. That was another mm-hmm. comic I read last week. Um, they did it with Joe Hill because he's the conductor of all these different lines. So they gave him his own label under DC Black Label. And he named it Hill House Comics. <laughs> but it all follows the one genre, and he's conducting five different lines. So DC Black Label almost has no say in his line, but to make it more mature... I mean, I guess maybe that's the reason why they did it with Sammy Nevers. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass. Um, that's what you usually do, don't you, mate? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I know. I like it. 
I, I did like it. Um, Would you recommend it to a new person in DC or just comics in general? I think it's... I think you... I think you can get by with not knowing much about any character. Okay. Um, because once you start reading, you don't necessarily have to know who John Constantine is. Okay. I would definitely recommend researching him, but um, you don't necessarily have to know. I, the only thing I would kind of recommend is reading a little bit of the Books of Magic because I'm still a little confused by it. But I'm just dumb sometimes. So, um, <laughs> Anywho, going to our main topic, we are talking Switching the streaming service. Yeah, Switching gears. Um, we are going to talk about the streaming services. So I thought we could open up with the new one that just came out, um, Apple TV+. Plus. I, I know a little about Apple TV Plus. That's it came out last week, I think the first maybe. Quick, quick question: Is every like every major company in like the U.S. or the world jumping onto the streaming services? Because remember, yep. Apple originally started with music and Max. Now we're going to TV. Amazon was shipping stuff, and now I we're going to TV. Yeah. I don't know how Apple does it because, as far as I know, Apple's not doing as hot as they used to be. Mm. Because a lot of better phones and computers are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly how they can afford to do their own streaming service. But here we are. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft does, starts doing one too. Um, so Apple TV Plus just came out last week. It's $5 a month. Mm-hmm. Or they even throw in... If you buy an Apple product. So like an Apple phone, iPhone or a MacBook. They throw in a year of their free Apple, uh, a year of free Apple TV Plus. Is there any hidden hidden in my... As far as I know, there's not any hidden bullshit. I see. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, I kind of find this as one of the weakest, but I'm gonna go through there. There's only really one show that interests me. Um. As far as I know, it seems like they're going a, it, they're going about the dra- the drama TV show route, because the way I see all these streaming services, they're basically doing their own TV channel, where each one focuses on a genre. So you're basically getting what you have on cable TV, except higher quality. Well, who watches cable TV these days? Not a whole lot. The only thing I can think of is people who watch sports. Yeah. Which is probably going to go away soon anyway because of ESPN with Disney. Oh, um, I should probably tell my dad that because he likes, loves ESPN. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to go down the list of... I only have a few of them from Apple yeah. TV. I, I have... I've Some of them sound pretty good. Some of them just kind of like, eh, I could do without, but... So here we go. All right, so the first show we got is called The Morning Show, Apple TV original. Mm-hmm. Starring Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Mark Duplass. From um, he was from the League. If you guys have ever watched the League, mm-hmm. Billy Crudup. Crudup, yeah, he uh, played. He was in roles like J. Edgar Hoover from Public Enemies or Doctor Manhattan from The Watch Watchmen. Gotcha. And then That's Steve. A lot of stuff. And then Steve Carell. Believe so who Steve Carell is. Yeah. And the show's kind of about the struggles of. Um, Running a morning show on TV because, you know, nobody watches morning TV because everybody's at work. Mm. Um, except, except Sundays. Everyone stays on Sundays. I watched the trailer for it just out of curiosity to see what it was about. And it seemed like um, 
Jennifer Aniston co-hosts with Steve Carell, and then one morning she announces on live TV that Steve Carell had gotten fired, so it was her show now. And then there's a whole drama scene with that. Are you sure this is Steve Carell's character from The Morning Show and not uh, Michael Scott from The Office? I hope they bring in the Michael Scott, because that would make it more interesting. I, I mean, this is not my cup of tea, but... Um, the only reason why I would watch it is for Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. Was she your favorite out of everyone in Friends between her? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> but again, I also didn't watch a whole lot of Friends either. Really? Though. I've seen my fair share of episodes, but I haven't watched every single episode. Ah, uh, man, you, you missed growing up in the 90s, man. It was, it was a glorious time. I, yeah. Actually, I actually did hear, they did a study that not a lot of millennials... Growing up now, like watching, watching Friends reruns. Maybe one day I'll watch it. I don't know. Well, uh, if, if you take like the laugh track out, Ross is a sociopath. Yeah, but I, I digress. I I grew up with How I Met Your Mother. Uh, yeah, no, so. no, 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 no show. Um, so that's the morning show. Then we have probably what everybody's buying this subscription for. See, it's the show C. It's already been renewed for a second season, mm-hmm. even though I think there's only been three episodes that have come out. Um, and they've had mixed reviews. It's not looking too hot as far as critically acclaimed. But the the concept mm. is pretty cool. So the, the show is about a futuristic post-apocalyptic world where some sort of virus wipes out most of humanity. Mm-hmm. And the survivors end up becoming blind because of it so now they have to live in a society where they can't see anything and then they fast forward a little bit and kids there are two yeah there are a couple kids that were born that can now see so it's a kind of follows a tribe and having them deal with the blindness and the Hmm. kids that see um apparently uh, before i go on it's it's starred by jason momoa aquaman and Alfre Woodard. Alfie Al- Alfie Woodard. There, there you go. Isn't that wasn't that um, Theon Greyjoy? Yes, pretty sure Theon Greyjoy. So the leads are decent. Um, I did find though that their product production mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Apparently, it's fifteen million dollars an episode. Seriously? Yeah. Who's From what I heard, it was. Almost, I think they said it was either close or surpassed Game of Thrones. Damn, who funds all this? Apple has to. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. There must be something about songs. I don't know where Apple's getting all the, this money now, but um, that's that's C. I don't, I don't. Do you have any input on it? It just it reminds me of, an, of a Julianne Moore film back from two thousand and eight, Blindness, mm-hmm. where like it's like half of the world's most of the world's population go blind. And she became blind and then was able to see again. And it was, it, it's based off, of, I think it's based off a novel. It just, it was weird. I don't know, it just reminds yeah. me of that. Like, I don't think it's totally, totally an original idea. But it's like, I don't know, it's kind of like all those shows now that people can't see, like uh, Bird Box. Oh, uh, yeah, we're Netflix. not going there. We're not going to Bird Box, okay. Um... I will say it looks pretty. It, like, I saw the trailer and it looks really nice like it looks very realistic it mm-hmm. look the effects are cool it's almost like um you ever see the revenant and yes. the cinematography behind revenant it's it's kind of similar to that um, from what i got 
Is there going to be a scene where Leo DiCaprio guest stars and gets mauled by a bear? That would make the show more interesting. I watched that for, <laughs> just for that. Um, I, it seems interesting, but I'm not going to buy the Apple streaming service for that. Just that. I mean, it is only five bucks, but like, I don't know. I, I don't have enough interest in, in the whole thing to get it. Spending five bucks. What else could you spend five bucks yeah. on? A cup of coffee, a couple of comics, one comic. Yeah. Gas. Gas might go up in eventually, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, and then we have the next show we have is Dickinson, which is a comedy drama about the poet Emily Dickinson, Mm -hmm. who is being played by the up and coming star Haley Steinfeld. What's the she been in? She sounds very familiar. She does a lot of Disney stuff. Okay, from my understanding, I saw the trailer Um, and I thought it was was cool, was catchy. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a like kind of historical period pieces, yeah. I, I didn't get a set period piece because it seemed like she, it was in today's society, so. I think that they were taking a lot of themes from today and kind of infusing it into Dickinson's, okay. about Dickinson. That, that's, the, that's the part I got. Now, I have not read all of Dickinson's work and I could not tell you, like, personally, like, her feelings or anything or mm. her writing. That's the impression I got, um. Emma Dickinson was a wonderful was a wonderful poet. Oh just, yeah. Um, bit of a recluse. I was it. She never left her house after like what thirty years. Something like that. Yeah, I've heard different accounts about why. Like some say she did because she needed society. I heard some people say that she actually had a tough time seeing, so she got so publicly embarrassed. Yeah, I just go out. I just don't get why they would that why they would give her a show. But I mean, hey, I'm not gonna judge her. I haven't seen it yet. Oh. It looked okay. Um, so, next one, I think this might be pretty good. I think this could be, this show could be the oh, best dude. show on Apple. And that's, it's called For All Mankind. Mm-hmm. It's being starred by Joel Kinnaman, Michael Dorman, Jody mm-hmm. Balfour, and Sarah Jones. And the concept Michael is kind of cool. It's kind of like an alternate history. What if? Yeah, yeah, an alter- yeah, exactly. If Almost this- like Man in the High Castle, or High Tower. Man in the High Castle, yeah. There you go. But it's about a world where the... Yeah. It's about a world where the Soviet Union beat the U.S. to the moon, and the space race never ended. And it starts in the 60s and then follows through the decades. That, I I, I, I need to check out. I'm not sure if I want to pay the subscription for it, but... I it love looks it. interesting. I think my Russian professor would also love to see the Soviets get to the moon first. Yeah, the I'm sure there's a lot of Russians out there. Like <laughs> um, of course, there are going to be people that don't believe in it because, you know, some people don't believe we actually put a man on the moon. So, uh, <laughs> Just a, a quick side note, everyone. If you want us to do an episode about conspiracies and all that, like the, the, the we land on the moon, let us know because I'm sure... We have all so much, all so great things to say about that. I'd have to gear up for that one, but um, I have to drink up for that one. Yeah. Um, next one is Helpsters, which this is geared more towards um, little kids. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be an en- educational entertainment aimed at preschoolers and focuses on core concepts to teach kids to want to help people, which I think is a really good idea. I think it should be broadcast is more as kind of like a parenting tool parenting tool and it's made by it's yeah it's made by people from sesame street too so they know their kids programming 
I mean, obviously, I'm not going to watch it, but if I ever have a kid, it might be something I'd want to look out for. Eric, don't fool, the pe- don't fool the people. We all know you're a child at heart. I am, but not that young of a child. I don't know. I, I've seen you out in public when, once in a while. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I've seen you, I've seen you when we go, we'll go out. Man, man, where's my, where's my beer? Wham, wham, wham. <laughs> I mean, the next one might gear towards me a little bit, but... <laughs> Um, that's Helpsters. Next one, Snoopy in Space. Snoopy in Space. Which apparently is ten a- animated shorts of Snoopy wanting to be in space. Because if you, any of you listening list, wa- ever watched the... Uh, the Peanuts. Yeah, the Peanuts cartoon. Snoopy always had a great imagination. Did you ever watch the Peanuts cartoon? I did. Were you old enough for that? I can still go back and watch them. Really? I didn't think you would. I didn't think you would. I watched The Great Pumpkin last month. Ah, <laughs> uh, those are my cartoons. Snoopy on the on his little on his doghouse as fighting the Red Baron. With his with his bird. What what was the bird? Woodstock. Name? Woodstock. There you go. Oh, those two made a great pair. So yeah, it's tan tan animated shirts about Snoopy want Snoopy wanting to go to space. And then this one sounds kind of interesting. Um, Ghost Rider. Which is a reboot from the 90s PBS show. There was a... Yeah, when I was growing up, they had something on Nickelodeon, Noggin' on Nick. Yeah. With a ghost... So, is it the same plot as the original uh, Ghost Rider there, Eric? Well, it says it's it follows four kids who are brought together by a mysterious ghost in a neighborhood bookstore and must team up to release fictional characters from works of literature. That sounds sort of similar to the Ghost Rider I remember, except it used to travel in the internet. Yeah. And this is back when the computers were about three by three, but, you know, big boxy Microsoft computers. I mean, I, I didn't watch the original, so I don't know. Well, hopefully the act is a lot better than it was in the original. I'm, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> um, and then um, this is straight off of Oprah's shows. Um Oprah's doing a an exclusive series called Oprah's Book Club, where she talks about an upcoming book, and usually those books end up becoming bestsellers. I see. Obviously starring Oprah. I, I, so for all you Oprah lovers out there, here's the show for you. You get a book of the month! You get a book of the month! Um, I actually almost wish they hired Oprah to be uh, Amanda Waller in uh, Suicide Squad. That would have been interesting. You get a suicide mission. You get a suicide <laughs> mission. <laughs> and then the last one that is available now on the streaming service is called Elephant Queen. And it stars about? Victoria Stone and Mark Diebel. And it says that they embed themselves for four years together with the family of a giant elephant matriarch named Athena. So it's kind of huh. like uh, an Animal Planet special where it follows them living with elephants and in the... Um, Sounds like Meerkat Manor. A little bit. And how they get along and what they do. Seems like an Animal Planet special to me. Didn't they ever do that for an American family, a typical American family? Yeah, it's called the Kardashians. Oh, uh, that's not <laughs> typical. Oh, God. Why'd you, why'd you bring those up, man? Jeez. Frack, man. Ugh. I don't, I don't count those as people. <laughs> no, I don't either. <laughs> but Sorry anyway. for you Kardashian fans out there. Yeah. No, so, not, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
Shall we move on to Netflix? The one, the OG streaming service? OG streaming service. Yes. Now, a question should be, is it going to stay OG or is it going to stay on, on top? It's got plenty of competition. We're going to debate that later. Mm-hmm. Um, Netflix, $11 a month now, mm-hmm. which is on the higher end. Is it $11 for you? Well, I, it, this is just the average, it says. Okay. I got like nine bucks, but I'm cheap. Yeah, it's it, it depends on how many screens you want to put on. Gotcha. Um, the, they have a solid lineup of original shows. Mm-hmm. The problem I see with them is you never really do... There's not really a pattern of when the next season for each show comes out. And their films suck. I haven't... I haven't watched a Netflix film that was good. You didn't appreciate Bird Box? No, because it's a ripoff of A Quiet Place. And I'll fight anybody who says otherwise. <laughs> you, you should believe him, but he's not a great fighter. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I haven't no, seen I'm, him in action. I'm kind of a bitch, but... Um, <laughs> Netflix has Lost in Space, which is the reboot yep. of Lost in Space. Stranger Things, which is probably their, their flagship their greatest, show. Yeah, the, the mothership of all... Uh, of if you don't know Stranger series. Things, then you need to like get Netflix and watch it. I'm not explaining it. But just borrow somebody's <laughs> Netflix account. It's an 80s period show about mm-hmm. a monster. It's got so much... Uh, it's so much more to that, but that's all I'm telling you guys. It's got so much know. nostalgia. Yeah. Then the, we have Altered Carbon, which I thought this was an, an underrated show. I liked it a lot. Based on the, the books, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, though. It's basically if we lived in a society where when we die, our brain goes into a chip and mm-hmm. is placed into another body. So your soul and mind are in a different body every time you... It's, it's a plan reincarnation. See, I, I kind of know a few people who believe in a, th- thought that was actual science and thought it was a documentary. Really? Yeah. I won't say name names, but I think you know who I'm talking about. I think, I think we could get to that point at some point, but you we're, think so? we're definitely not there yet. Yeah, we have artificial intelligence and shit. I think it's going towards that. It's another question we should ask our folks. Uh, do you think we're going to go the way of the Terminator or Battlestar Galactica where the machines we create ended up destroying us? It's going to be Terminator. It's going to be Terminator? Skynet scenario. Anywho. Oof. Then we have um, The Witcher coming out mm-hmm. December 20th on the sh- on the, the streaming service. Follows Geralt of Riviera. I've mm-hmm. talked about this on the show before. Woo! Yeah, starring Superman. Mm-hmm. Interesting thing they put out though is not only did they come out with another trailer that looks phenomenal Mm -hmm. they also said that they're planning on doing seven seasons damn which is quite a bit that's ballsy of them and then they said that the first part of the season is gonna follow siri and yennefer and a lot of people had a problem with that because it's supposed to be about Geralt. but um i will Mm -hmm. say that from what i read it's just to introduce you to the world better, and then it switches to Geralt's viewpoint. Point of view, yep. So, I mean, we're going to have to see when it comes out to see how they, they play that, but that's what I read. So, I'm about it. I'm excited for it. And then you have um, Series of Unfortunate Events Season 3 coming out. I don't know when. I just saw that they were doing a Season 3. Did you ever read the, the I books? read the books, and I saw the original movie. I have not watched the show. Okay. I know it seats, it features what's his face Neil Patrick Harris as MPH. Uh, yeah, as the main character. Um, I forgot what his name was. The bad guy. Oh, it's gonna be Legend. Wait for it, Dairy Legendary. Then we have Big Mouth, which is another great one. 
it's animated, but it's very much adult comedy, kind of like Family Guy. Very inappropriate, but I think it's hilarious. So is that your autobiography, Big Mouth? Yeah, it, it follows teens going through puberty, so it gets very awkward, but it's also very funny at the same time. Yeah, we we all of us remember going through our awkward teenage years. And then we have um, Disenchantment, following along the adult mm-hmm. cartoon, which is kind of the same premise, except that they are in a fairy tale land, and it follows the adventures of a prin- an alcoholic princess, an elf, and a demon. Alcoholic. Why do I think that sounds more realistic than the oh, Disney princesses? I think I'm pretty sure it's by the same creators as Family Guy because the animator, the animation is very similar. Except hmm. McFarlane. And then we have um, the Castlevania, which has had two seasons. I've actually started watching that. That's really good. It is very good. It's very very graphic, so do not watch it with. And kids. the storyline's really good. I yeah. just don't know how they're con- going to continue it with how the second season ended. Don't spoil it. I'm, I'm not going to spoil it. it. And then another heavy hitter on the the Netflix was Umbrella Academy, which is a superhero team up, mm-hmm. but more along the lines of like Doom Patrol and um, uh, what was the other Deadly Class. Um, nice, very good. Um, yeah, and then. Another really big highlight for me was Love, Death, and Robots, mm-hmm. which was an experiment by Netflix to gather a bunch of different animators and writers and coming up with one season where each episode was a different animation style, a different story, a different um, characters. The only thing that they share is it neither... It either had to have a theme of love, death, or robots. Aren't they coming out with season two? They are coming out with a season nice. two because so many fans liked it that they were like, okay, I guess we'll do a season two. <laughs> Apparently, with the success of that, Netflix is giving the animators even more freedom now and more budget. Huh, so sure. we might be getting better episodes, longer episodes, because each episode's only like anywhere between 8 and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. They're, ne- they're not full-length episodes. So we might be getting full-length episodes in longer seasons. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then a lot of people like Orange is the New Black, which follows prison inmates. Female, I think female prison yeah, inmates. Yeah, female, female prison inmates. I never watched it, but I heard it was good. Uh, for me, for my Netflix, I just like all the original, not the original shows, but like all the the shows that were on during my time, yeah. well, when I was growing up, that are on now, like... I'm a big Star Trek fan, if you guys haven't noticed. Uh, so it's got the original series, Next Generation, DS9, Voyager, all that, mm-hmm. Enterprise. So I'm going through that. And it's got Power Rangers, all seasons of the Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. and They have a, they have a, a lot of good license, licensing um, rights yes. for Netflix. Which that is, makes up for their poor movie content. Exactly. So, well, though, we can probably talk about that with the Disney Plus. Uh, do you think they're still going to have the rights to some of the Marvel movies they have? No. I can guarantee you that as soon as that is up and running, I think all the Marvel movies are going wayside. <laughs> and the TV shows. I don't I don't have any con- confirmation about that. I just think that's the way it's going to go. I think Disney's going to... There's only oh. one that I found with Disney, and I'll get to it, mm-hmm. where they're only letting one service keep some of their, their mm. stuff. Um, then That's we have sad. yeah, and then we have Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance, which is a reboot—not a reboot, a sequel did, to you, the original. Did you see? Did, did you see the original Dark Crystal? I did not. 
It was weird. I heard, I heard, but there's a, a, I guess there's a big fan base for it. There is. I just, I couldn't get into it. Yeah. A dark fantasy in the style of the Muppets, right? It's, it's Jim about Henson Jim was Hansen the, Yeah, company. was the brainchild. So that is our beloved Netflix. I still no have shit. Netflix now. I still love a lot of their shows. I still, I'll still watch it. Yeah. It's not going to change. Next one, we have Amazon Prime. $13 per month for the full package, so your ship it, free shipping mm-hmm. and deals, and then the video. Um, it's If you only want the video, it's $9. Mm-hmm. Um, couple of the uh, or, originals, origins, whatever. Uh, Man in the High Castle. That's an um, alternate history of the Nazis that won World War II. I don't know how they would have won it, but realistically speaking. Yeah, I never watched it. Um, I've heard good things about it. That was one of their first originals, right? The OG, yeah. yeah. Man in the High Castle. Uh, it's got a Carnival Row. Do you know anything about Carnival Row? Yes. Okay. It stars Orlando Bloom and Kara... It's like a fantasy setting, right? Yeah. Della Vigny. The, the, the model that plays Enchantress in Suicide Squad. Um, the evil stripper? Yeah. It's about a human detective and a fairy rekindling a a dangerous affair in a Victorian fantasy world where the city is uneasy because a string of murders happens and apparently there's a supernatural monster that ends up killing a bunch of these people. So it's like Jack the Ripper. But with a monster in it. With a monster. And it has fairies and stuff. Frack. I always kind of wanted to watch it, though I did hear critics didn't like it. Eh, uh, which, same thing. which is shocking because, like, how can you have a bad product with Orlando Bloom at the helm? I don't know. Maybe they spent more time on his uh, looks than his storyline. I have no idea. Uh, it's hit or miss with like fantasy settings like that, like dark, like dark fantasy, dark uh, fairy tales. Like, yeah. Like I remember, think like when Snow White came out, like the dark version. Most people were like, "Ah, it seems pretty cool." Then, uh, you know, when it was released, it was it wasn't that great. And then they had the, the sequel with the Huntsman. Mm-hmm. I saw that. I wasn't particularly impressed. I'm like, I I just couldn't get, I I couldn't like get into it enough where I felt for the characters. Yeah, I think there's there's a certain way you have to do yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You don't go like too Tim Burtony too. Yeah, that turns off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tim Burton is Tim Burton though. But... Tim Burton's great. Just I thought I think he's been overexposed. Yeah. Um, and then we have Good Omens, which I watched. I enjoyed this mm-hmm. one a lot. And it follows um, an angel and demon who, from the beginning of time, have mm-hmm. grown together and experienced mm-hmm. the human life together and become friends. Mm-hmm. And they come across a scenario where it's finally the apocalypse. And they have to decide whether or not they want to kill the kid responsible for the the apocalypse. Oh, frick. And meanwhile, the angels and the demons both want the war for the end of the world to happen. So you have this angel and demon who are in the middle of it all that don't <laughs> want that to happen. Stars, um... Where is he? Where is he? Uh, Michael Sheen and David Tennant, who are phenomenal in this, I think... They uh, really. David Tennant. I like him. It's only eight episodes, I think. Okay. It's based off of Neil Gaiman's book uh, of the same name, Good Omens. Um, 
from what I heard about it, they don't plan on doing a second season. So it was a one season and that was it. Gosh, and I think it ended really well that way. It kind of falls along the lines of a comedy fantasy more than anything. Because it wasn't really that dark, but it was very entertaining. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Um, then this one apparently is one of it Amazon's most famous ones currently. I've never seen it, but I heard very good things. And it's called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. Is that like a murder mystery? No. It is no? a comedy drama about a housewife in 1958 New York City. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to be a stand-up comic? Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking uh, about. And now. it's starred by Rachel Brosnahan. 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 I've never seen it. I I I've seen like the title like splashed around everywhere. I just never. Uh, I never watched it. I I just heard that there was good things about it. To tell you the truth, that's not that's not really my uh, my cup of tea, yeah. but. And then the last one that is out on Amazon Prime that really stands out is The Boys. That That's a no-brainer, dude. The Boys. Uh, and I almost forgot to put it down, too. How could you forget to put it down? I don't know. I was too focused on what is going to be. Um, Obviously, you were focused on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Of course. <laughs> but for those of you who don't know, The Boys is based off of a comic by Garth Innes, right? I think I so. Basically and it's boys. basically about... It's a deconstruction of superheroes. Yes. Who watches the Watchmen kind of thing. Yes. It's about a group of military... Ex-military? What was it? Uh, not, Renegades, I think. Ren- you, yeah. You got Re- ex-military, but like... Um, they have Huey's military... Ex- yeah, they have military knowledge, though. Yeah. And they form this group together to punish the superheroes who are doing wrong. Yeah, and this is not like the Justice League or like the no. Avengers. These, these these superheroes are the Seven. Yeah, and they 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 are superheroes that have huge flaws in their ego. They're and real jerks. Yes, they do not well take they, responsibility of the aftermath of their fights and everything. Well, aren't they run by what was the corporation's name? I don't remember. They're they're privatized now. It's a privatized. They privatized group, yeah. superheroes in this show, so there's the whole corporation aspect. Yep, you got like how they made up their own, uh, yes. their own, um, you know, disasters, their own, their own uh, superhero. Yeah. One things. of the main one of the main highlights is Carl Urban mm-hmm. who plays the butcher. The butcher, yep, Bill the butcher. Thanks definitely, Bill the butcher. yeah, definitely my favorite mm-hmm. character in it. But everyone likes uh, Homelander though. Yeah, I forgot who plays him though. I forget too. He does a very Anthony good job, something. though. Anthony Brown, I think he's like a mix. He's like a mix between Evil Superman and uh, Hydra Captain America. Yeah, pretty much. That's a perfect example. <laughs> uh, and then you have like, um, who was, uh, who were the other ones? There was the Deep, who's Aquaman. Yep. There was Translucent, who's Translucent. the Invisible Man. Yeah, and the Invisible Man. Queen Maeve was Wonder Woman. Yep. XP. And then who is the Speedster? I forgot. Um. Oh, no, I I can figure his name right on top of my tip of my tongue. I don't remember his name. Wow, I'm just, I'm drawing a blank. This is bad. Look it up real quick. Um, you had Starlight. Who's who's she actually of? I want to say a mix between Captain Marvel and maybe Green Lantern. You think so? Yeah, that was the the closest comparison. Okay. I could come up with. 
But then you have on the the side of the the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, you forgot about Black Noir. Black Noir, which is Batman, who has probably like five minutes of screen time in the entire season. Yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, funny thing too, Noir is French for black, so basically it's the black black. 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 Yeah. And he doesn't have a single word Mm-mm. the entire show. He just nope. stands there in the costume. That's pretty much. Um, but as far as the boys go, you have. Frenchie, who is the explosion expert. Mm-hmm. You have Mother's Milk, who's kind of the muscle. Mm-hmm. Then you have Huey, who is kind of just thrown in there for a revenge plot. <laughs> and that was it, right? That was that was who the boys were. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Did you find the name of the the speedster? I'm looking. I'm looking. I am. See. He was a dickhead, though. He was a di- yeah. Uh, a train, damn. A-train, how did I not know that? A train. And A train's supposed to be the Flash. Yeah, well, it's like a really poor copy of the Flash. How, how do we not know that? That was on the tip of my tongue. I know, and he was one of the main characters in the show. Too. Yeah, sorry, um, a brain fart there. So that's like the current lineup of Amazon Prime. Um, I do have to note though, there are three huge properties going into Amazon mm-hmm. Prime. One of them is Dark Tower. Oof, which is supposed to come out in 2020. Mm-hmm. They have spent billions of dollars on a Lord of the Rings TV show. Don't know when that's coming out, but it's supposed to happen. Have they released any information on this Lord of the Rings show? The only thing they released was that it takes place before Lord of the Rings. Is it like before? Is it between The Hobbit and The Fellowship of the Ring? I think it takes place before The Hobbit. Damn. That... Oh, is, is it going to be like the war to... It's supposed to kind of be the war for the ring. Oh, that'd be awesome. That's from what I heard. That's kind of where they're going. I haven't heard anything on casting yet, or or any other synopsis. I mean, Hugo Weaving's kind of a bit old now to be a. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they'll go. Yeah, um, the only thing I I heard was the guy who played Gandalf. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Ian McCullen. He said he was open to returning as Gandalf, because Gandalf is old no matter what. Because he's yeah. That's the the form he takes Mm -hmm. because he's not technically human or anything um and then the last big one and i have to read this book series before it comes out i've promised a couple people Mm -hmm. already the wheel of time the wheel of time which supposedly to a lot of people Mm -hmm. is the greatest fantasy series of all time i've I've never heard of it i have book one sitting in my room but i have to finish dr sleep first Mm -hmm. a lot of people hold this series on very high regard don't know when the show's coming out either, but um, the Amazon is putting in for that. Huh. Moving on, should we talk about the Juggernaut last or next? I was talk about it now. The Juggernaut, like the X-Men Juggernaut? No, 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 no. The Juggernaut of the streaming services. Oh, uh, we'll just talk about it now. Get it out of the way. We all know who. It, we all know what the what the. I'm Ruby still gonna Allen argue. Is. I'm still gonna argue with you about it. Well, come on, man! Like, do you know you know how much money they got? How much influence? Yeah, but their originality is running out. All right, for everyone who don't know what the Juggernaut is, it's Disney, Disney Plus, Disney Plus mm-hmm. that comes out November twelfth for streaming. So a few days from now. It is seven dollars per month mm-hmm. or seventy dollars per year. Mm-hmm. I am paying $70 for the year just because there's enough content to get me through the year. Whether or not I keep it, another story. Um, 
Look, you tell me they're releasing like six over six hundred titles. Yeah, I, I'm getting to it. I'm getting, getting to it. All right, all right, well, um, come on now. One thing to note before I go into the TV shows. Since Disney owns Hulu and ESPN, there is a bundle that you can pay. I think it was thirteen dollars per month, and you'll get Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Frack. So that's a kind of cool little bundle that they have going. Now at launch. They said that Disney Plus will have 650 titles available to stream. Whew. The interesting thing to note about this, though, and this might could be their downfall, they said that they do not plan on taking anything down or adding anything new. So everything you're going to get on launch day is what you're going to get, period, other than the original show's coming. Is this confirmed? From the articles I read, okay. it seems like that. So that means they're not having any licensed stuff come in. So you're getting Disney, and that's it. So you're getting Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel, and Pixar. Okay. So you're not going to be getting, like... When did they buy Pixar? They've always had Pixar, since the early thousands. What was the the other company that was... uh... That rivals Pixar? Yeah. DreamWorks. DreamWorks. They don't have DreamWorks. And they don't have... um, There's another one, too. DreamWorks... An illumination. illumination. They don't have illumination either because that's universal. Okay. Um, some of the cool things to note. Standout one for me and probably the reason why mm-hmm. I got this in the first place was The Mandalorian. Yes, the new Star Wars. Uh, the new Star Wars show that comes out at launch. Being directed by John Far- Favreau. 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 I can't pronounce the last name. Um, it Taika Waititi is in it. Ooh, I like Taika Waititi. Ever, I like Taika Waititi ever since uh, Thor 3. Yeah, apparently he's playing IG... IG-88? Might be 88, might be somebody, a different IG model. Okay. I don't I don't recall. Um, then you have, I forgot the actor's name, I just know him as Prince Oberyn from Game of Thrones. Oh, Paral Pascal. There you go. Is he playing the Mandarin? He is playing the Mandalorian, the main character. Nice, that's not the Mandalorian. Um, I, I, you know, you know, basically the Mandalorian is just the man with no name from Clint Eastwood's uh, run in Spaghetti Westerns. Seems Westerns. like it, yeah. And it's it's not gonna be about Boba Fett either. They've already said that it's gonna be a different bounty hunter. Um, from the trailers, this looks fantastic. It looks like a film quality TV show, like along the lines of Game of Thrones as far as production quality. Do we know the content rating for The Mandalorian? I think from the trailer I got, it seems more adult. Okay. Because. In the trailer, like he shuts the door on a guy and decapitates him. So I'm gonna assume that it's for the adult audience. Um, it's they, a kids show. Yeah, it's eight episodes. They already have season two in pre-production. Nice. So it's already been confirmed that they're having a second <laughs> season. I'm excited for it. Um, there was one other thing. I believe they said this takes place mm-hmm. between the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. So, but before, after Return of the Jedi, when the Death Star is destroyed, the Empire is destroyed, and before we the see... The First Order. First Order, okay. That's what I heard, because I believe there's a plot in it that goes about how the First Order came to be. And would this plot be able to make The Last Jedi just uh, disappear? Probably not. No. Damn. <laughs> Frack. <laughs> Alright, and then, as far as other Star Wars shows, they are having an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. 
Starring Ewan McGregor, so he's coming back Woo-hoo! to play Obi-Wan. Um, they said they're supposed to start production in 2020. We have a Rogue One prequel following Cassian Andor and K2SO. Are they getting the original actors to play them? I believe so. I'm not 100% sure okay. on that. And then probably the one that I'm more excited for is the new season of Star Wars Clone Wars, which will be available February 2020. I did a lot do you prefer the Clone Wars over Star Wars Rebels or vice versa? I like Clone Wars ten times better. You like Clone Wars ten times I better? I do like Rebels, but I like the animation style and the storylines in Clone Wars better. Yeah. Because they fleshed out a lot of characters in Clone Wars. And I'm kind of mad at Rebels because they missed out on a huge fight that would have made any geek's dream come true. Yes, yes they did. They did not have Darth Maul versus Darth Vader. No, but I thought the fight with Maul and Obi-Wan was more realistic. Yeah, and it was iconic. <laughs> though a lot of people didn't like it. Moving on to the even bigger juggernaut in the Disney+, Plus, the Marvel TV shows, which is going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which they just mm-hmm. announced, they just fil- they just had on Instagram with Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie that they were starting filming. Mm-hmm. And the the timeline for it they said it's going to release in fall 2020 then you have a loki tv show that comes out 2021 in the spring so it's gonna be like the loki that escaped from the avengers and yes i believe i believe it's supposed to follow that okay um we have wandavision yep spring 2021 and that's supposed to open up the door for doctor strange the sequel it's supposed to build up to that so they're kind of connected. I like that. Then we have Hawkeye, the TV show that is going to follow him training his daughter. And it's supposed to explain more about his Ronin persona, from my understanding. Maybe we'll explain how he can tell he can tell his family. Oh, by the way, in the five years you guys were gone, I killed maybe two, three hundred people. Yeah. I believe it doesn't say fall or spring, but I'm going to assume it's fall of 2021. To avoid being in the same time frame as WandaVision. Eric, you you know more Marvel than I do. Was there, in the comics, did Hawkeye's daughter ever become a superhero? Yes. She, I don't remember her name, though. She basically Hawkeye number two? Her, is yeah, her but she had a large role in um, the Young Avengers. Okay. Um, which I think is what they're going to go with with the movies. Because you're going to have mm-hmm. her, you're going to have... Uh, Ant-Man's daughter yep. you're gonna have oh um, Ant-Man 3 has been confirmed hasn't it yeah Ant-Man 3 has been confirmed mm-hmm. but that's not on the streaming service but right um then you have Iron Man's daughter yeah which will eventually be in the mix I'm sure <laughs> and then um I don't know what they do with Spider-Man but Spider-Man will probably lead them mm-hmm. or whatever um so that's like the Marvel shows. Then along with oh, that... Well, yeah. We also got She-Hulk, Moonlight, yes. and uh, Miss Marvel. And then What If, the animation, mm-hmm. the animated one. They don't have release dates for that yet because it's too far in the future. Okay. On the Pixar side, we have a Muppets Now show that's supposedly on there mm-hmm. with launch, which show f- focused on the Muppets. Monsters at Work, which is supposed to follow Monsters, Inc., They have a Toy Story 4 spinoff show about Forky, and it's called Forky Asks a Question. So 
A lot. I'm. I'm think. From what I heard from this, it's supposed to be animated shorts, f- featuring the character. I can't see him making a TV show out of it. I think it's just animated shorts. Okay. I think a lot of the Pixar stuff is gonna be animated shorts. Okay. And then obviously the movies will go on there once the the movies are out of theaters. So that is Disney Plus. A quick run through. I know I missed some things. And they have, like, all the Disney classics yes. in it, too. And Snow White, um, Cinderella, all the originals. I think a lot of people just buy Disney Plus just for that, because if you remember, That's like, I'm thinking. The Vault. They, they, yeah. Because they're all classical movies. I don't remember which one, but they said there was one movie from the 1980s they could not get because the tape was destroyed or whatever and they they can't bring it back would that be the black cauldron no it wasn't black cauldron i don't remember what the what the name of it was but i know it's not black cauldron that was a good movie though i liked it it was dark for its uh for a disney film yeah and then the last one the last streaming service we have that um the the last main one and this is kind of an interesting one too hbo max May 2020, it comes out. It's $15 per month, so this is a big one. I think that's the biggest one out of all of them, right? Yeah, it's the most expensive, expensive. one. Um, so I'm going to assume with this one, mm-hmm. there's no longer going to be HBO Go or HBO Now, and then we'll get to it, probably no DC Universe. Um, damn. Couple notif- notable, damn yeah. couple notif- notable thing is they acquired every season of South Park. So every season of South Park's going to be Damn, on there. Really? Um, they're aiming to be the home, f- so they don't have it yet, but they're mm-hmm. pursuing it. They're aiming to be the home for Rick and Morty, Doctor Who, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Friends. They already have Game of Thrones, so all of the Game of Thrones spinoffs are going to be on there House along with Dragons. the original. Yep. Um, the hit comedy Barry, I, I heard that was award-winning. I I've never saw a, it. I've seen a few episodes. It's good. You know, Bill, not Bill Mayer. Oh, what's it? Who's the? I, I know who you taught. I know the main character. I just, I think it's Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, Bill Hader. Um, he he can act him. outside of his uh, comedy role routine. Yeah. He. Uh, then they have Watchmen, which I've started the show. I'm two episodes in. I haven't watched the latest one. That one's pretty good so far. Um, I gotta catch up on that. If you throw out a lot of what we know about the comics, it's a very good show, I think. Um, don't tell Ray that, because he'll flip out. I, I, I think if you don't call it Watchmen, it's a very good show. Okay. They handle current issues very well, I think. So, I mean, I, I like it. Uh, then you have Westworld, which I kind of fell off of. It's I, I try getting into it, and it's... Yeah, I don't know. Something about it. I just couldn't get my, sink my teeth into it. As soon as Anthony Hopkins' character was gone, I lost interest. Mm. Um, and then you have His Dark Materials, which the first episode came out this past weekend, which is based in the world of uh, Golden Compass. So the book series is called His Dark Materials, and then a gold, the Golden Compass is a book in that, mm. in that series. It's a fantasy series where humans and animal... Like, when you're born... You have a soul bond with an animal, and you grow up with the animal. And there's a whole bunch of different um, aspects in it that's hmm. kind of fantasy-like. It's a good question for us. What would your animal be if you were bonded to it? You don't have a choice. Oh. 
And the interesting thing about the animal is it can shift, shape shift into different things until a certain point, and it has to settle on an animal. Okay. Oh, mine's um, a beagle. Like it beagles. stars um, Daphne Keene, who played Laura in Logan. Okay. And then it stars that. James McAvoy. Young Professor X. Yep. Very, quality acting in the show. Quality acting. If we could get like a, a little like allusion to the X-Men, that'd be great. I, I think it could work. <laughs> and then they announced that they're going to have a Green Lantern TV show, which is going to bring me to the DC stuff in a second. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a reboot of Adventure Time. Boondocks. It's either a reboot or a sequel, they said, for these. Adventure Time, Boondocks, Grease, Gremlins, Gossip Girl, and the Looney Tunes. Damn. I heard... For Boondocks, I heard that they're not... Aaron Aaron Magruder is not going to be um, uh, like writing it or have any influence on it. Yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. Um, and then... We'll go into the DC sub. DC stuff after this, um, but wait, um, um, wait, that final drum roll. As far as part of the Warner Media thing, mm-hmm. they, and this is this is probably why it's gonna end up being fif- so expensive, is they're putting J.J. Abrams and his production company Bad Robot to make a whole plethora of different original content for HBO Max. So, I mean, this could, th- this could set. HBO Max above the rest <laughs> if J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot can do a lot of good content. I like J.J. Abrams, but he can be hit or miss sometimes. I like Bad Robot. Most of the movies they put out, it's pretty good. It's more so on the, the horror, darker side, though. Do you like Cabin in the Woods? Oh, I liked it. I'm just saying that mo- mo- the movies under that production company is usually darker. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that to happen i won't get hbo max until i see more of what jj abrams is going to do and then hbo max says that they're going to be the home for dc now which brings me back to they'll probably end up dissolving dc universe they want to be the home for the arrowverse so all the cw shows can i just make the cw shows disappear (laughs) doom patrol (laughs) titan swamp thing all the DC Universe shows, and then they announced that they were going to do a Green Lantern show, and Ray would be excited mm-hmm. for this one. They're doing a Strange Adventure show. Huh. Okay. So that'll be interesting. I think with this um, app, DC Universe goes bye bye. God's Unfortunately. Damn it. <laughs> um, I liked DC Universe with the comics. I think the comic aspect is going to just go. Everything else, I think, is going to stay the same. Like, all their animated stuff is going to go to HBO Max. All their OG shows? Yeah. Um, Are they going to bring back Swamp Thing HBO? I hope. I haven't had any news about it yet. I did hear that they were going to do a Justice League Dark movie, though. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be an original from HBO Max or the actual movies, but... It was going to be Zatanna. I heard some... some, I don't know. I don't know enough info. I just know that that has been rehashed at the WB headquarters that they're gonna do that they better know what they're doing because I really enjoy my DC universe yeah do you do you have any gripes before we get into our discussion <sighs> let it all out <laughs> cause I'll, you you were a subscriber from day one for DC universe right I love my DC so 
whoever's gonna get rid of it, frack you. That's all I can say. Like, what's well, WB? Oh yes, yeah, WB. For, for crying out loud, like it had everything for me. It had like the DC shows, it had the it had the movies, it had the comics. It 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 was its own separate entity, which I think a lot of DC fans enjoyed. It was enjoyed. unique. It was unique, yes. And now you're killing this uniqueness for your money grubbing. The problem I had with DC Universe, though, is for the first couple of months, it was awesome. The problem is they mm-hmm. didn't add a whole lot of stuff to it afterwards. I get that, and I don't know why they didn't do it because they didn't I don't know either. all they the had, movies. Yeah. With... They had a lot of they had a big library to choose from, and they never expanded on it. Yeah, they never. I'm pretty sure if I go on there right now, I won't even see the Nolan trilogy. I won't see Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Man the, of Steel. The only thing they had was a few of their animated stuff, mm-hmm. the comic books, and then their original content, which... Yeah. The original content is good. The problem is they don't have enough of it. And the way they did it was, like, it would be weekly, so you'd have to wait a week for the next episode, which a lot of people who get streaming services want to binge the whole thing. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's what, that's what I'm doing with Titans. Um, So you have a lot of people that just wait for the whole season to come out and then they're good for another couple months until the next season of the next TV show because as far as like the lineup goes they were pretty consistent with every week there was a new episode of a show Mm -hmm. so from its launch we've gone from Titans to what was it Doom Patrol was next Doom Patrol Swamp Swamp Thing Thing. then we had the next season of Titans and now we're gonna get Harley Quinn in there Mm -hmm. But the problem is they don't have enough original content on there already. So I can see why it's failing. As sad as it is. Yes. It Warner is. Brothers, you fucked up. You have all you have all this money and you can't you can't uh, you know get get the people what they want. Right. They could have had a leg up on everybody and said, you know what? Let's stop putting movies in the movie theater. Put all of our money in the streaming service. Yes. And then we could have gotten a bunch of content. Would have been ahead of all of these other streaming services, mm-hmm. maybe minus Netflix, and would have been at the top of the game. But because they had, they have good shows on DC Universe, but with the few number and their half acidness on the movie side, just like, and they could have had, they could have focused more on their animated stuff and made even more new animated movies that would have kept them going. The problem... Because the animation's great. Like, they got their oh, beat yeah. Marvel all the time with animation. Yeah. They, and they probably will for the next couple of years, at mm-hmm. least until Feige fixes that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see a whole lot of new animated stuff from them. You had Young Justice Season yeah, 3. Yeah, Yeah. And their, their original, like, the animated movies, you can buy in the store. That's mm-hmm. the problem. You didn't need to go and buy the streaming service to watch the animated movie. I could have gone to Walmart and picked up, like, Bad Blood or um, Batman Hush. Because, baby, we got bad blood. Yeah, like... But that's that's my spiel on on DC Universe. And, and now we'll go to our discussion or deb- argument of the... Uh, so, uh, the, yeah. The way I looked at this was... You gotta look at it at a couple different angles. You have to look at it along the lines of who's going to be successful in the short term and who's going to be who's going to be successful in the long term. All right. Well, and this kind of all depends on tastes too. 
taste and original content. Yeah. Whoever's so, got the most original content is going to win. Yeah, and, th- and this is funny because this debate goes even older with the whole con- the gaming console. Mm-hmm. Because you've always had that debate between PlayStation and Xbox of which is better. Mm-hmm. And the way I always saw it is you have to compare the exclusives for each console. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what we're talking about with the streaming services. So, you want to start? Like who I think is going to win? Who's going to be the best? Who do you think is going to be the best? I've got to say Disney, dude, honestly. Here's my take. Disney, uh, are, they already got their hands in the cookie jar with a lot of like different companies. You know, they got mm-hmm. ESPN. So, you got, you got like the, the sport, everyone who loves sports are already down. Like, right. They'll go to the streaming service for sports. Everyone loves the classical Disney. They love they love that. So you know, mm-hmm. like parents are gonna pick up their subscriptions for their kids, growing up, and it, it beats having to go to like the I'd say the video store, but that's a, that's a dinosaur. That, yeah, that is a very dinosaur thing. <laughs> yeah, um, they'll do it for that, and then anyone who's like a Marvel comic fan is gonna pick up Disney streaming. And then Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. So they got like Star Wars. They got Marvel. And it's not very expensive either. It's not it's seven a, bucks a month. It's a, that's affordable. Most people that's affordable. I the mean, only one, yeah, the only one that was cheaper was Apple. Yeah, I I think I think that's what, what what's got them going for it. Plus, you've got the Disney Amusement Parks. You got mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that does play no part, but the streaming service in general, though. Streaming service. I think I still think Disney. They just got they got so much even even if like you say they're only gonna add mm-hmm. OG content, they got so many options to choose from right. that they can create another OG content. Mm-hmm. Like for Mandalorian, next it could be a maybe I would love to see them do a show about, you know, pot X Wing pilots or Robo Pilots, something like mm-hmm. like Flyboys, I don't know. Something outside of the original Star Wars. Cause I'm also getting sick and tired of every Star Wars movie is about the same family, the Skywalkers. We go past that. That all right? I'm, I think. I'm calm down. I'm calm down. I think in the short term, you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I think with this launching for the first maybe year or two, I think this is going to be the top dog. You think so? The problem I see with Disney Plus mm-hmm. is they don't have a whole lot of adult content. Mm. I'm gonna say the of the list I've seen, The Mandalorian's the only adult focused yeah. one. And while I think it's going to be good, we don't know if it's good yet. Um, so that's one issue with for me. I think um, the original the originality of Disney is going downhill, and I think in the long term that might affect them unless they can get their shit together. Are you talking about every every live mo- version of a, re- a movie they're remaking? So we have the Lion King, and I think you were telling me they're gonna make well, a live action of everything. Uh, everything Lady Disney the Tramp. does now mm-hmm. is a sequel, yep, a reboot, mm-hmm. a live action of an uh, of an animated movie, and that's it. There's no original ideas mm. because they're all based off of something already. Mm. True. The only thing I could the last original movie I saw from them, I believe, was. Was it Brave or Inside Out that came first? Uh, and that's on the Pixar side. Brave came out first. So the last one I saw that was a, was the first original movie I'd seen from them in a while is Inside Out, which is a phenomenal movie. However, one original idea in the past, like, 19 years is... I mean, I'm exaggerating a bit, but... Eh. 
most of their focuses are on sequels, prequels, remakes, live action. Well, why fix what ain't broke? If they know they're going to make money off it, people are still going to go see but I th- it. I think people are going to get tired of it. Because with this past summer, you saw one of Disney's first flops. And that was the Lion King remake. Was it a flop? Yeah. It made less money than it put I'm in? pretty sure it made less money and everybody disliked it. There was not a whole lot of people that liked it. Mm. Um, oh, so that's I, that's their first mistake. Now I don't like the the talking lions was a little weird. It was me. very weird. Was live action talking lions. Um, but that doesn't say that their Marvel stuff's gonna get old because I don't think their Marvel stuff's gonna get old. Well, they still got like a, a, a crap ton of ideas for Marvel they can use. Star Wars is iffy. Um, for the simple fact that you have Episode Nine coming out, which could be good or bad, I don't know. But then there's no plans after that. We don't know of a whole lot that's happening after episode 9 because they don't have anything said for that yet. I'm thinking a sequel to Rogue One, Rogue Two. I hope they don't. <laughs> the or, whole point with of Rogue One was that they weren't making it out alive. Right. Well, I, th- I think if they could just do something with Star Wars where it talks less and less about the Force and more and more about, like, average people. People that you and I can relate to. Because, like, it, frankly, like... Like, we're not ever going to be, like, Jedi Knights or anything. But we could be people like, hey, draftees in a war. True. Factory workers. People in a press system. You could use an allegory for that, too. Um, and, well, my, my thing with Star Wars is that with fans, mm-hmm. they're not on a good footnote. Because a lot of people were pissed off at Last Jedi. And what Kathleen Kennedy has been doing with their animated stuff. Well, they got some merit to be. Angry it's too at much social. Jedi. Yeah, there's too much social justice stuff going on, and a right. lot of people are not liking that. And I thought they had a good step in the right direction when they hired the writers for Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Say what you will about the last season or whatnot, but their oh, writing was solid, and the ideas that they had said for their Star Wars movie, I thought mm-hmm. was going to be good. But then, of course, for those of you who don't know, the writers decided to drop Star Wars and they are doing stuff for Netflix, mm. which could be a key thing for Netflix at the moment. Well, that, that could be a hit or miss for Netflix, too, going on the last True. season of Game of Thrones. Well, it depends on what they're doing it on. It de- I have no idea what their Netflix projects entail. I just know that they came out and said that it was a lot on their plate. So it could be something big that we don't know about. Fingers crossed. Um, that's kind of my spiel for Disney, though. They don't... If if people look for these streaming services for original content, I don't think Disney Plus is the way to go. In my opinion, and this was kind of hard for me, cause, and I'm going to go with Netflix because I don't know enough about HBO Max, and Amazon... Isn't gonna. I don't think Amazon Prime will hit a stride until 2020, 2021. Um, shows. Oh, so you gotta pick Netflix as, you, as yours. Yeah, I think Netflix is going to, in the long run, because mm-hmm. don't forget, it's the OG. It's yeah. the OG. They already have. They have a lot of original shows that have a fan base and has already been having one, two, three seasons, and. They're up. They don't have any creative restrictions, like Disney Plus will, mm-hmm. because everything has to be under some sort of Disney, Disney um, cr- 
creative storyboard. Everything needs to be connected with Disney. I think that's the great thing about Disney, and it's the worst thing about Disney. But like, the, 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 oh, a point. Netflix, are they going to have enough... Um, well, OG content, they could probably make new, new stuff every day. Yeah. Are they going to have enough like ties to other content? Like, um, once Disney Plus comes around, are most of the Marvel movies and shows going to be pulled from Netflix? Would you think? Yes, I think so. Um, and that's, that, that's going to determine the success of Netflix mm-hmm. of their movies the Netflix movies are my only concern for this mm-hmm. because while they have a lot of good movies out there there's not a whole lot of good original movies on there I haven't mm-hmm. watched an original movie from Netflix that was good but that doesn't say like you know you can't maybe Netflix joins in with Universal and gets all their movies and yeah, they're sure, back on the sure. map because I while I was looking at this, I did find it interesting that Universal doesn't have their own streaming service. It's like the only one that I saw that didn't have its own streaming service. They probably don't make enough movies to warrant justify a tra- streaming service. But they have an amusement park yeah. that makes a shit ton of money. Yeah, and but, yep, yep, that. Anyway, continue. They have they have some sort of ownership with Nintendo now too. Do you really want a streaming service of uh, Nintendo games like Mario and Luigi, Legend of Zelda? Maybe they have a gaming gaming streaming service too. Yeah, that could be it. And I mean, they have their OG um, monster movies. Mm. They have um, Fast and the Furious. Yep. They have the Mummy franchise. Well, that's horror, but Godzilla. I'm pretty sure Legendary is under the Universal umbrella. The only thing with Universal though is they don't really have TV shows. It's just no. most. It's most most of most known stuff is movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they'll have enough. Don't think they can. They don't have enough content to warrant uh, streaming service. But that, that's why I think if Netflix were to go down that route, that would put them above everything else. Because then you're gonna have the kids streaming service with mm-hmm. Disney, and then the Netflix streaming service for adults. Mm. If Netflix were to focus just on um, on adult content, and then we haven't even discussed anime yet, because anime has its own. But if Netflix, because Netflix has its own anime um, library, if, I, I, if, I, would, I would talk to you about it, but you don't know, you don't know much well, anime. Know. Um, but if if Netflix were to gain more rights with adult films, and if they were to gather more rights with anime mm-hmm. and have Netflix be the hub for anime, mm. Netflix actually might surpass Disney Plus, I think. But then we would be talking about anime fans, specifically otakus, which I'm going to tell you right now, otakus can be very nasty. They are like, they're, they're almost as toxic as comic fans or Star Wars fans. But I'm, but I'm not even talking about like Netflix redoing their anime. I'm talking about Netflix just having mm. all, like have all seasons of One Piece on Netflix. I think I know why I want One Piece specifically on Netflix. Yes, I know. <laughs> We're not going to go there. Or imagine if Netflix turned into almost Toonami where they have all the adult mm. like oriented I, shows like Dragon Ball Z on there. I do miss Toonami. Yeah. We were on for Toonami? Yeah. God, huh. yeah, that was the 4 o'clock block to 8. Yes, 4 to 8. Those are the days. Um, but I think I think Netflix really does have a shot um in the near future and with longevity because they already know the game um there were the rules yeah they they started the trend Mm -hmm. um I will say I'm gonna eliminate Apple right off the bat 
I don't think they'll last long. I don't think so either. There's not enough content for them to... Right, well, and the way I looked at it was Apple is for drama, mm-hmm. drama TV shows, so, like, those people who like the investigatives and the police procedurals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you're going to go to Apple for it. If you want animated, kid-oriented stuff, Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. If you want to go to fantasy, Amazon Prime is probably going to be where it's going to be at because you're going to have Dark Tower, Lord of the Rings, and The Wheel of Time, which is three of the biggest fantasy mm-hmm. stuff there is. And then Netflix, you're going to go for sci-fi because you're going to have... You have Stranger Things, Lost in Space, Altered Carbon. All mm-hmm. They already have their ground set for sci-fi. And then you have like fantasy stuff like The Witcher. And then Disney... It's family-oriented. Yeah, like I said, Disney is fantasy. And then HBO Max is the wild card, I think. I just wanted to say no to HBO Max because if what you say is true, they're going to get rid of DC Universe, and I don't want that. I think it's inevitable. For reasons. With the success of Game of Thrones and everything like that, the problem I see with HBO Max... Mm-hmm. And they kind of dug... If they had come out with Game of Thrones now and started now, they would be at the top of the list, I think. But now they don't really have a show to fill in for the success of Game of Thrones. Well, you'd say Westworld. That was supposed to be the sequel to Game of Thrones. Well, Westworld was supposed to be the replacement, but again, they're already three seasons in, and I don't know that big of a fan base for it. Yeah. Um, And Watchmen is good, but it's not that good. They got Chernobyl, which I think is, is one season. I don't... Is it? Seen is that HBO? That's HBO, yeah. I don't know. Oh. This is what I read up. Read up. And then they have... Um, then they have His Dark Materials, but it's too early to tell if it's going to be that good or not. So, if they can find one or two shows to replace Game of Thrones, I think they're fine. Mm-hmm. Especially with their DC stuff. So if, like, Green Lantern ends up being extremely good and they build off of that... Have they decided who's going to play Green Lantern? I don't know anything about it yet. Okay. Um, I think in the future, HBO Max might be the place to go. After the initial, like, craze for Disney Plus ends. I'd be interested to see, like, a competition between HBO Max and Amazon Prime. Because that they're yeah, they're the two on this list, I think, that has the potential in the future to be very successful. Currently, I don't think so. Hmm. The and Amazon Prime will be around for forever because of their shipping stuff. Oh, Amazon's a, a deity. Well, not some would say deity, some say monster. Take your pick. I say oh, monster. It's, it's one of the most successful companies in the world. But it is Jeff Bezos. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> He's a, he is an asshole. But yes. <laughs> um, I think Amazon Prime in the future could be a serious contender and then hbo max depends on i think their replacement of game of thrones and their dc stuff if they can get their shit together and i i do like hbo i think they can they can pull it off it's been around for a long time it's a matter of if wb fucks up well as long as they don't make a sequel to justice league just it should be fine or if they do they do it right but that's a that's a ways away so I think in the near future it's gonna be a close race between Netflix and Disney Plus mm-hmm. because in if I'm going by original content I think Netflix I'm gonna say Disney 
I think Netflix, though, because they already have a bunch of original stuff mm-hmm. that you can watch. But at launch, Disney Plus only has one original show. Yeah. Now, but people will flock to Disney Plus because oh, yeah, it has because the Disney label on it. I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, if I'm focusing just on original content mm-hmm. that's newer. I mean, I'm getting Disney Plus, but uh, I still probably might like Netflix better. Netflix is, like, a surprise hit because most of the shows mm-hmm. that I've watched from Netflix that I really liked, I didn't expect to be good. The only one I think I expect to be good is The Witcher. But, like, Lost in Space, didn't think it was going to be good. Watched it, it was good. Even Stranger Things, when it came out, I don't think I ended up watching Stranger Things until, like, uh, three months after it had already been out. Altered Carbon, again, didn't expect much, loved it. Uh, Umbrella Academy, same thing. Though that was kind of more on the mediocre side for me. Would you ever watch The Secret Life of the American Teenager? No. <laughs> so, I think Netflix is has the surprise factor to it. Um, I think immediately, though, Disney Plus. I think six months after Disney Plus has been out, I think Netflix is still going to be the go-to. When we hit May, when HBO Max comes out, I think more people are going to be watching Netflix. We'll see. I'm still saying Disney just because yep. people love Disney and will buy anything with a Disney label on it. I will say before I, I we kind of wrap it up, yep. I did read something about Disney Plus not being able to grab, what was it, Endgame right away? And Seriously? And a, a couple of other movies because they had made a deal with, was it HBO... One of the other streaming services, I hear about that. there was an agreement where they could get the Marvel show movies, and Disney could only get it a certain period of time after Disney Plus was already around. So they can't get Endgame right away, and they can't get... Infinity War? It might be Infinity War. Some of their newer movies they can't get right away because of deals with other streaming services. Okay. I'll be damned. So... That's the more my, you know. Yeah, the more you know. Um, anything else to add before we wrap up? Uh, I'll just say, guys, just find your genre and, and stick with it. I, I really don't recommend buying every single streaming app. but be like over 100 bucks a month. If you, unless you got the money for it. If you got the money, you spend all you. you want. You do you. Um, I think it is interesting, though, because mm-hmm. there is such a hype for streaming services when if you really deconstruct it down it's just like raving over tv channels yes this is we are going to end up getting in maybe within the next five to ten years a deal where you get all of them for a certain price most likely the only difference between this and cable is that they're more high quality i think more people are watching streaming services than they're using cable right now yeah the only reason why people watch cable is for sports, I think. Mm. Well, no, nah, I came into the news because you can just get the news on your phone now. Yeah, and I don't like the news, but... I know you don't like the news. It's very hard to talk about current events to you. Well, it's because it's opinionated. It shouldn't... Like I, I, I heard somebody say this. It shouldn't be called the news. It should be called the opinion. 
Mm. Because it's not straight up news. Every story you hear on the news is opinionated. Smart man. Who told you that? Myself. Yourself. Sure you did. <laughs> um, woman. But yeah, I think it's just funny that we're like... It, it, it's like what we were talking about with history repeating mm-hmm. itself. Yes. It's basically repeating itself. It's just streaming services are the new TV sh- the new TV channels. Yep. You're going to get higher quality TV though. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think there's going to be a couple things that go along the wayside. I think a lot of cable is. I think... Sorry, that's way out, cable. Well, yeah. I think um, police procedurals are going to be... Are gonna go off the wayside. Uh, I'm okay with that. There's a few procedures it's I too like. Repetitive. Yeah, a lot of them. They're the same, especially like Law and Order, SVU. I know people love SVU. I, I can't. I don't know about you. I, I can't watch the entire entire episode through without going. That would never happen. That would never happen. Yeah, this is that's that's why I don't like them. Especially like uh, like sorry, just uh, the one cliche I hate is like. Uh, you know, like when anytime the bad guy has like a victim, hold up and like drop your guns, and they do it, and they're like, "All right, well, you give here your guns to another person." That never happens in real life. If an, if an officer actually did that, they'd be like, "Get your shit and get out of here. You're done." That and you my my biggest pet peeve is you don't solve a crime within the first twenty four hours. No, most it's crimes don't do it like that. But it does remind me of another wonderful Netflix show that I forgot to mention, Mindhunter. That's a staple of Netflix. Mindhunter is good. It is very good, and it's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the more accurate police-type shows I've watched. Besides Southland? I haven't seen Southland. Oh, we got to watch Southland. I got, I'll have to show the first season. And then Criminal Minds is the other pretty accurate mm-hmm. one. But um, So, without further ado... Without further ado, my quote of the day. This kind of goes back to a couple of episodes ago. And I'm speaking to all of you people suffering out there. Sometimes self-care is an exercise and eating mm-hmm. right. Sometimes it's spending time with loved ones or taking a nap. And sometimes it's watching an entire season of, a televi- of television in one weekend while you lounge around in your pajamas. Hmm. Whatever soothes your soul, that is self-care. Uh, who said that? Um, I found it on our on our page actually and it is okay not to sources be okay too yes it is i've sure. already lectured about that but all of us aren't okay in some form or another yeah but yeah guys uh let us know who what you think is gonna be on top if there's any tv shows we missed that we should probably watch because i'm sure there are a couple there's a, there's a frack ton of them and um yeah, let us know your thoughts. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you want us to... If you guys have any thoughts for what our next episode should be, we have a couple of ideas, but if anyone has a OG idea or something they really want us to check out, send us a, send us yeah. a message. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yep. Take care. Bye.